You guys, we're back. Welcome back to the Rachel LaForce Show. It's me, Rachel LaForce, and this is my show. If you're listening for the first time, you're in for a real mother effing treat, okay? Uh, Last week, I did a little bit of a hiatus. I was in Mexico, and I was like, you know what? Make this an integration week. And I'm so glad that I did that because I feel like I've just come back like guns a-blazing, and I'm so excited just to talk with you today. Uh, so again, if this is your first time listening, uh, I'm Rachel. I'm a longtime comedian. Uh, somewhat now, it's getting where it's a longtime spiritual teacher. I've been at it a little bit now. Uh, so moving into the intermediate, as it were, intermediate spiritual teacher, which also would have been another great name for a podcast. So uh, TM, TM. I, <laughs> it's August. It's August 1st. We're jumping right in. Today, we're going to be talking a lot about paying attention to your season, which we've we've sp- uh, spoken about that on the podcast. Um, we're going to be talking about taking the pressure off. We're going to be talking about really stepping into that next thing, that leveling up, that, you know, the great thing about summer is it's this opportunity of long days, short nights, I think we associate summer with breath of fresh air, with fun, with family, with the beach. There's all these associations, at least here in the States, that we make with summer. And I have never, summer's never been like one of my favorite seasons. I'm a spring gal. I got to be honest with you. Oh, I love just like a spring dress, some like white kids, you know, I just, oh, I love it. It's just so promising. And I feel like, and everybody loves fall. Oh, does everybody love fall? You know what I mean? Uh, And I've never really taken the time, I think, to appreciate summer. And I have found, in my experience, this summer has just been trial by fire. By fire, I mean wild humidity. And this feeling of... Whatever you are unwilling to let go of, we're just going to rip out of your just greasy hands. Just forget about it. This is the season we're burning off all of the shit you don't need. And if you've been following along, you'll know uh, a couple months after having my son, which a couple months, he's barely four months old, but a month and a half after having him, I was in this really good place and I was like, I'm going to redefine my routines. I'm going to realign. And I started on my Instagram, uh, just being silly, of like Sleepgate 2023. And I was kind of keeping you posted on what it was like to get up in the middle of the night with a newborn. And then I'm trying to get up, uh, you know, at 545 and do my morning pages and get to an early gym class and making all of my meals and really just wanting to, you know, shed a little bit of weight, get back into a body that feels comfortable for me and feels nourished and all these things, right? I was like, oh, I'm going to write. I'm going to do all these things. And then life happens. Like as soon as I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm leveling up. I am like getting rid of all these blocks. What happens? You know, fill in the blank. You know how it goes. Uh, the universe is like, Oh, really bitch. You think you're going to (laughs) like, and then it just becomes what is every single thing that we can throw your way The challenges. Are you really ready to burn this stuff off? Um, and sure, it could you could boil it down and go, Rachel, that's just life or whatever. Again, however you define it is fine. I'm just filtering my experience to you, okay? Uh, take it or leave it. Relax. And 
I have really just been tested a lot this summer. It's been a beautiful summer. We've been with family. It's been with friends. But as far as like the core of who I am, what do you want to make? How do you want to show up? How do you want to take care of your body? How do you want to show up for your family? All of these things. Uh, and I feel like just want to remember those blow up clowns that like were weighted at the bottom. If you were born after 2000, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But if you're born before 2000, you will probably remember it was in someone's basement somewhere. And they had one and like, if you punched it, it would like go down and then it would like come back up. Like it would never fully fall over. That's how I've been the clown this summer. And the universe has been me in eighth grade, just punching a clown in the face. It's like going to go all the way down and then it comes back up. And that's how it's been where I'm like, I refuse to stop here. This is not the final destination. And I, I share all the time on this podcast where when you were in the thick of it, it's not the time for processing. When you were going through it, right, you just stay present. You just go through it. Anytime that something is difficult, you hunker down, you stay present, and you go through it. It's not the time to process. Why is this happening? What do I need to do? What is the lesson here? That's all the time. People are like, oh, I feel stuck. I feel this. No, you're not. You're just in it. And until you roll out to the other side, you don't have the awareness or the ability to see, whoa, holy shit, what was that? Okay, how do I want to move differently now? And I hate that. I hate that feeling. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate when it's like something is happening to me, you know? And I'm like, oh, no, I didn't sign up for this bullshit, you know? I'm like, uh-uh, okay? So I don't like it. And I will give myself credit that at least this summer I was like, girl, you have been through this enough. We know this is what happens. The universe has come to be like, girl, you really want it. Prove it. This is the Rocky montage, right? This is training. This is doing the jump ropes. This is, you know, there were no jump ropes involved with my summer, but you get the metaphor. And, you know, I was like, man, when am I going to roll it to the other side? And I just got back from Mexico. One of my very close, dear, dear friends got married and I was lucky enough to go with three other couples that are best friends of mine from growing up and just really connect with a lot of parts of myself that didn't feel so good. Um, where I was like, wow, I'm still carrying that around, huh? That's pretty heavy, you know? Um, and then I also got to reconnect with parts of myself where it was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. This is so fun just to play. Like, just to be silly with no expectation or need. Like, so I, I just was able to connect with all of that. And now today we have a full moon. I believe it's a full moon in Aquarius today, which is fun because I'm, I'm an Aquarius moon. So, you know, we're just getting funky and free over here. And so, yeah, I mean, August, yes, September is still summer, but it feels like, you know, for all intents and purposes, August is kind of this last hurrah of summer and these, these last long days and short nights. And I was like, oh, I don't want it to pass without finding play. Like I've gone through all of these, you know, I don't think they're tests. Like when people are like, the universe is testing you. I think it's just like your life and it's like, do you want to show up differently this time? Um, and I feel like I made it to the other side and I'm like, oh, how lucky am I that I have a whole other month that I can really anchor in who I am, like, you know, fit my feet into these boots 
and just kind of like let the rest of it go. Like how much stuff do you still need to let burn off? And a lot of times the stuff that like we're letting go of or you're burning off or it's like, you know, versions of you that are like versions of you of old. And it's like, oh, but I need to like make peace with it or I need to, you know, sometimes it's like we make such a meal out of letting go. And I don't think we always have to do that. You know, like, I've, uh, don't worry, guys. I've made a lot of reels about it, so you'll hear more about it. But, you know, I had not been on, like, a beach trip in a long time, and I certainly had not been on a beach trip in this, you know, new body that I have, gratefully, from two healthy babies that I have. But um, it hits different, okay? <laughs> Mom in a bathing suit on a beach, it hits different. Uh, and it's not good or bad. It's just different. And I was like, there were all these feelings that were coming up of like inadequacy. And I was like, oh, that sidebar, that's how you know that uh, no matter what we're told, this is a blanket statement, but you know, the Barbie movie just came out. We've all read the monologue about how women have to be this and be that and be this. But it's like out of all the healing I've done, out of everything I've been able to let go, out of every thought an old way of being that I've been able to be like, yeah, done, 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 done. That I, my initial thought of being in a bathing suit was still like, and this is very vulnerable, but you know, who the fuck cares? We're on a spinning rock. None of us even know how we got here. So who cares? Um, but I, my first thought, I was like, oh, you're fat. You're fat. Which, hey, yeah, you just had two kids, dog. Like, but how was that the worst thing? Like not being, however, in my mind, I think I'm supposed to look, that was the worst thing. Like I saw that and I was like, well, should pack it home, like pack it up and go home. Cause like you're a piece of shit. And it was like, cause you're a size 12, like dog, take it, like take a break. You know, like I, I was just like, man, that's how, you know, that the influence of what we're supposed to look like. And that's where we derive our value. I was like, out of everything I've been able to let go of like alcohol. I walked away from an addiction, <laughs> like, and cigarettes, like the hardest things in the world to quit. And I managed to walk away from them and create coping strategies that are actually helpful and maintain and like I can maintain. And yet I took one look at myself in that bathing suit and I was like, fat piece of shit. You suck. Like what? And I, it just brought like whoosh, all of these things into life for me. And it was like, you, are you like ready to let that go too? Are you ready? I mean, you can take it with you if you want. We talk about this all the time. You can take it with you if you want, but it's heavy, you know? And I, I and I really attribute, and you hear this all the time. Oh, all the memes, you know, it was like, as soon as I loved my body, my body loved me, you know, and all that just very on par Rachel LaForce bullshit. But that's why I always felt. I read it. I'm like, ah, yeah, bullshit. Good for you. Oh, body positivity. Yeah, you love your body. Okay. Yeah, fuck off. And it was, it was the first time where I was like, oh, duh. Like my body actually is not here for anyone else. I just like give it a moment of silence, baby. Like, my body is not here for anyone else by sure. We all love to like feel attractive. People think we're attractive, whatever I get it. But 
for the first time at the core of it where I was like, oh, <laughs> my body's here for me. Even like if body be banging, you know, it's like, oh, I've been taking care of my body, like loving my body, working out, eating well, whatever. Like it's still here for me. It's not an achievement for anybody else. Bodies are meant to change. And it's like there was this huge sense of like, I have never felt, not instantly, because that would be a lie, but over the course of being there, you know, over the course of four days, I was like, oh, I feel so like fully embodied, no pun intended, but I was like, I fully embody myself. And 37 years old, 37 years on this planet. And for the first time I was like, oh, I think like we're going to be okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think it's like all going to work out. And then even if it doesn't, like it's all going to work out. And I just really want to share that with you because I know there's a few of you that are probably not you know, you're not in this place, you're going through a different cycle. And it's that like, oh, good for you. You know, or like, oh, holy shit, I would love to know what that feels like. And I just share it with you because I I want you to know that it's like, it is possible and it is real. And it was this feeling of like, because, and the other reason that I feel that this, this way so holy is because of all of the parts of myself that I gave up because of wanting to be small, theoretically or physically, right? So it's like, oh, can't be silly. Oh, can't be this. Oh, can't be this. Oh, can't be. And then finally I was like, why the fuck not? Like, I've been trying to be like everybody else and it's gotten me next to nowhere. A couple of TV credits and some student loan debt and that's about it, you know? So it was like, why don't we try taking back all the parts of ourselves? Because we're, I'm still always grappling with it. You know, it's still like wanting to stay open and learn, but it was like also that part of curiosity where it was like, can you stay curious to how other people do things? Like one thing I've always really harshly judged myself on too, were like my opinions, uh, because I had divorced parents when I was at mom's house, I'd be like mom. When I was at dad's house, I'd be like dad. Now mom and dad did not say this to me, but I was an only child. And that was very much the energy of like, oh, they do them, you know, they do things differently. And I want to be good at moms and I want to be good at dads. So I developed this sense of who do you want me to be? I'll be whoever you want me to be. Much shocker that I became an actor. And uh, we all have baggage, do we not? And so it's like, I'm still question myself a lot of times. And then I'm like, wait a minute, but you sharing your opinion doesn't mean that you think you're right. It just means that's been your experience. Hold that sense of curiosity of like, well, this is the way I do it, but like, how do you do it? And that's that sense of play, right? So this all comes back into this energy that I'm talking about for August, which is like this sense of, I talked about it up top of like, no pressure, play. And like, embodying these ideas of summer. What did that feel like to be free and just play? Because I would say I've never had more responsibilities than I have right now. Okay. It's like, I've got a mortgage. I'm about to get a building for a giant community 
production space that I'm building where it's like, oh yeah, we could do this. Like, that's also how I know that I've just fully changed where I'm like, oh yeah, uh, we could do that. It's like a multi-step. Anyway, it's a podcast for a different day, but you know, it's like putting all of that together, you know, taking care of two children, taking care of myself, minding my, you know, relationship and marriage with my husband. Like I have never had more, the stakes have actually never been higher in the most beautiful way. And yet I have never sought play out more. Like I know now that the way that I will be the most successful in enjoying the abundance that's in my life that can be interpreted as stress. And sometimes it is stress and life is stressful. That's, it is what it is. But when you're not in those moments of getting tossed around by the sea that I was talking about earlier, when you're not in those times where it's, it's the time for, you know, hunkering down and staying present, have a little fucking fun, bro. Like take the pressure off. That's what I was talking about when I was on vacation and I was lucky enough to go as two of my guy friends from high school or I've known them since I was 12. And we used to go, there's a water park in uh, Marietta where uh, I grew up. It's called Whitewater. And, you know, before we all had cars, our parents would drop us off. You'd be there all day and they'd come back and pick you up. And I have so many memories of just running around acting like an absolute banshee with them. And there was some water slides and like a small water park at the resort we were at. And we went and I had so much fun with them just being so silly. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel 12 years old again. And I was like, this feels so alive. Like I was like, it's so vibrant and fun because it's like, I've done the whole, like, oh, I want people to like me. I've done the whole, like, I want to be cool. I've done the whole gross, boring. Why? Why? You know, why? I'm actually asking if you've got an answer. Let me know. DM me, get at me. But my guess is that you don't because it's like, have a little fun, play. It doesn't mean don't take your life seriously. Yes. I understand that we all have, you know, we've all got bosses. We all have bills to pay. We all have things. We all have stress and we all have different levels of stress. I understand that as well based on our privileges or all the other things, right? I'm hip to it. But I think that goes into what I was talking about at the top of the episode too. What is the season that you're in? I've talked about this before. Pay attention to the season that you're in. You know, I was, uh, I was telling my co-producer earlier before we started the podcast where I was like, you know, you're not going to try to like plant pumpkins in April. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to harvest a pumpkin in April. All right. You psychopath, like pay attention to where you are. That's where, you know, going back to the, um, when I was at this resort with my friends and it was so fun because they all have kids and high powered jobs and all the things. And we were all on a text thread and every time somebody would bail or didn't want to do something and we would always text back, like no pressure or no pressure vacay, whatever you need, this is for you. And I was like, why don't we just do that all of the time? Why does it have to be like, we're already on vacation. Like this should be the easy part, but just in your day-to-day life, take the pressure off. It's already hard enough. It's already stressful enough. Becoming who you want to be is not easy. And then maintaining it because again, you choose your hard. It doesn't mean, I mean, just because like all of your, let's say all of your dreams come true. It's like, be careful what you wish for. Great. Now, you know, it's like when this uh, community space and production company comes into fruition and when it's wildly successful and all of these new things come in, it's like, great. Well, then you just have a whole new level of responsibility. It doesn't go away just because you achieve the thing that you want. 
So that's why this, this practice of embodiment, of fully having that full ownership, the hardest power that I feel now of fully being rooted in my body, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I feel like I can fucking fly. Um, and I was just thinking, I was like, although I don't like flying, I've had a lot of uh, panic attacks on planes recently, but that's a podcast for a different day. Oh, she's one in a million folks. But that is so much of what I want to offer you, which is like, what is the season that you're in? Because if you know that you're in a season that it's difficult to produce the fruit that you want, whatever that is, whatever that means to you, take the pressure off. No pressure vacay. It just because it's not going to quote unquote get done right now doesn't mean that it's forever. That's another great thing about choosing to invest in your healing or choosing to invest in yourself. Whatever those words are that you use, the sense of self-empowerment, the pursuit of living. I would actually argue, I think it's living life to the fullest and really feeling like you are here, you're present, and it's like, I'm open, I'm ready, and I want it, right? The more you do that, the more you see like, oh, each part is a season, and it's not just that part, and if I don't get it done, then it's never going to happen. That that's the thing that's so beautiful is like when we choose to stay present, we can slowly allow these things to reveal themselves, and you will get them when you need them. You know, it's like, just because I, I was finally at this place of like, oh, my body is for me, that doesn't mean that like, you know, all of a sudden I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm like always feeling good. Like love having this extra weight on. I don't think there's anything wrong with weight or wherever you are in your body. I just know for me, I am feel better when I'm able to move my body more and eat better for my eat better to support my body. Right. So it doesn't mean that like, I'm not going to have any insecurities. I'm still a human on this planet. Right. Um, again, achieving the things that you want doesn't mean that it's like, well, now we've solved it. You know, it just means that it's a season and, and this idea of being fully embodied is just coming back to yourself. So that's really what I wanted to leave you with today. I know that's a lot. It's a big stream of consciousness, but I, I hope, I hope that it rings to you like a freight train because it did. It all came into me where I was like, ah, you know, like it just all came like just rushing in where I was like, holy shit, I really can like have all of the things that I want and I can truly and I am capable of embodying them and it, and I am welcome to own myself and my body and, and all the parts of it and my own opinions. And, and then that becomes the hard part, right? Of like, not everybody's going to get it. And that still sucks. I mean, you know, it's like, of course, like when we have this sense of play, right? That's the other part of it. We have this sense of play and you're like, come on, don't you want to play? And some people are like, yeah, um, but I don't, you know, and you're like, gosh, I wish like everybody, you know, could embrace this, but that's just the way it goes. You know, it's like, I'm not living life for everybody else. I'm living it for me. And that's the best that I can do. So I leave all of those things to you, which is what storm did you go through in June and July? What burned off? What do you no longer need? 
because maybe you said just like I did, hey, here are the things that I want in my life. Here's the routine that I want to be in. Here are the things I want to participate in. And the universe came in and said, oh, really? And started punching you in the face like that clown in you know, your friend's basement that just keeps popping up. And then maybe you're like me, you got to the other side and it's like, oh my gosh, I, okay, I made it through that. I stuck to what I wanted and I paid attention to the season. And I understand that even though, yes, I want to get up and go to the 630 AM class and I want to do this and I want to do that. I still have a little baby. It's not always going to happen. I got a two-year-old who's super rambunctious and crazy. Like things aren't going to be stable for a while. So a routine is going to have to shift and I'm going to have to shift but it doesn't mean that things aren't getting done. It just means that I might not have a pumpkin in April, right? Where is the sense of play? How can you incorporate more play of knowing that the more blessings you receive, enjoy them, enjoy them, play, have some fun. Everybody likes the flirt. Everybody likes a flirt. How can you play and just flirt with your life? Because when you have that sense of desperation, it has to happen and you're clinging and you're clinging. Nobody wants to be around that. Find the sense of play. There's also so much more that we discover. There's something uh, when we're playing rather than when we are outcome focused. There is uh, something that I read recently that I'm going to botch. It's on my phone, but I don't have time to find it. And it was something like from neuroscience where the neuroplasty in our brain to learn something new, uh, like a piston has to fire something like 45 times or something. So you either have to do that same thing or you have, if you're you know, retraining your brain of like, Rather than going, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, if I want to change my, my brain to going, uh, my body is for me, my body is for me, my body is for me. I may have to do that or physically do something to incorporate that into my body 46 times. When you do something from a place of play, it only takes two times. What? How does everybody not know this? I read that and I was like, this can't be right. That's wild. It only takes two times. So take the pressure off. Play. There's so much available and welcome there and take the pressure off, take the pressure off, have some fun play. It's just a season. It's not forever. When you're choosing to a life of living it to the fullest, when you're choosing a life of growth, it doesn't mean that everything is going to be, you know, just like, boom. Okay. It's like, you have to watch it grow. It's like, that's been one of the best lessons of having children where it was like, oh, what I would want to birth out a child and be like, okay, can you be 16 now? Like that's not, you don't get to just jump ahead. You have to go through all of it. It is a slow evolution and growth and you cannot rush that process. And if I were to rush that process, I would lose all of the parts in between. So August, baby, it's a full moon. If you are a moon person, an astrology person, you know that full moons uh, are for uh, letting go. So again, it's the perfect time to look at what are all the things that you wanted to brush off? What are all the things that you wanted to let go of? And I encourage you to let those things go. And what are the things that you want to embrace? It's such a fun, great energy right now. And then we're going to have a new moon in Leo in two weeks. Uh, Leo is the astrological sign that we're in and it's a lion and it's performance, it's play, it's fun. And uh, so that'll be about re-anchoring in these things for yourself. So we're in a really fertile time. Uh, you also have the lion's portal. Some of these things you may subscribe to, some you may not, or maybe you're just curious. Uh, there are high holy days that are coming up. 
and so if you utilize the calendar year or outside energies and any sort of practice that you do, uh, I would definitely suggest looking into uh, all of those because there's definitely some, I'm sure you feel it, whether you've really uh, become aware of it or not, that there's really a lot swirling around. So uh, why not take advantage? You know what I mean? Uh, all right, friends. I'm so glad, uh, that we are here, that we've made it. Like I said, we're getting ready to close out season three of the Rachel LaForce show, but I've got a, a handful of more episodes coming your way with interviews and some really fun things. Uh, and then we'll go dark for a few months and, uh, rest and recuperate. And then we'll be back with the season four. Uh, as always, I, uh, do coaching and consulting. So if you're like, I would love to work with you, we could do ongoing. I do three and six month retainers. You could always just pop in for 90 minutes. Uh, if you've got something artistic that you're working on and want, uh, a little bit of help and guidance, that's something that I do. I'm also after doing coaching now for the handful of months and doing different readings, I've decided to offer just a blanket energy read. Um, this is something I've really felt called to do. So if you're kind of, uh, wanting an energy read, you know, what's kind of coming up for you, maybe some stuff that you can feel, but you can't quite see yet all that stuff. I would love to help you uncover that, give you some clarity and, uh, some much needed motivation or peace of mind. So you can check all of that out at rachelaforce.com and make sure to grab my monthly newsletter. It only comes once a month. Um, and last month it didn't even come out at all because I was so busy, didn't even make it. So if you don't like a lot of emails, I think the Rachel Force email is a good way to go. All right. As always, take care of yourself. I'm so glad you're here. Stay in it. Stay light. Love you. Mean it.